You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Neil here. Before the game starts, just wanted to give a special message to you all. We're on the road to our 50th episode. We're super proud uh, of the way that we've come, and uh, we're just really happy to have such a great group of listeners such as yourself, and uh, we want to include you in our 50th episode. So what we're asking is for all of you, if you are interested, to write one question, a general knowledge question, and to send it in to us so we can use it on air during our 50th episode. The ways you can do this, we're going to post a Google voice number if you'd like to record and send it through there. That's great. Option number two, if you have your own recording equipment, you can record your question and you can uh, email it to us at trivialitypodcast at gmail.com. And option three, if you would like no part uh, in any audio form whatsoever, which is okay, just uh, send us the question and one of us will read it on the air. Uh, Most importantly, though, uh, if you are reading the question or writing the question, make sure to write your name and where you're from so that way we can give you a plug and thank you uh, for your support. So uh, once again, uh, there will be a Google Voice number at the bottom of these show notes. We are looking for hopefully 50 questions, but however many we get, we are going to use them on the show. And the deadline for these questions, the absolute deadline is going to be Easter, which is Sunday, April 1st. So if you can uh, send those questions, we want to include all of you and thank you in our listener submitted question and, uh, you know, make a squirm. Uh, we want uh, all your questions that uh, you wanted to give to us for a long time. So uh, once again, we look forward to your questions. Deadline April 1st. Email us trivialitypodcast at gmail.com. Use the Google voice number. And uh, we look forward to your questions. And now to the game. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Ken, but I will not be supplying the questions today. Those will be supplied by Matt. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. How are you, Ken? Good. And we have our other contingent of hosts in the studio. We have Neil and Jeff. How are you guys doing? Fine. Doing all right. Uh, a little uh, behind on our uh, sleep schedule, but we'll get there. <laughs> so the reason I'm introducing the uh, show is because we have a very special episode that I had concocted. This is our very first Battle of the Bands, <laughs> and we have... Uh, Uh, two bands represented in our studio today. Teaming with Neil today 
is the representative from the band Turnspit. We have Jillian. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Great. Turnspit is a phenomenal Chicago punk band. Mm-hmm. Um, they just released their new LP, Desire Paths, and I was listening to it the other day. It is phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Jillian We're plays really guitar proud. and sings for the band. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side, we have, uh, teaming with me, Steven from the band Turbo Vamps. How are you doing today? Good. How about you, man? Very good. And uh, they have a new EP as well called Death by Misadventure. They are also a Chicago punk band. A little bit rougher than yeah. uh, Turnspit, I would yeah. say. <laughs> How would you describe More your hardcore. music? I guess it'd be like a hardcore street punk kind mm-hmm. of blend. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does have tattoos. It checks out. <laughs> <laughs> As does Jillian. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. hey, hold on. <laughs> so for this uh, competition, can we be Team Turnspit? Your t- Team Turnspit will be Team Turbo Vamps. Cool. cool. And uh, S- Steven is also the host of his own podcast called Frisky Morris Sessions. He interviews bands, music podcasts. Yeah, so if uh, you're familiar with the format based out of Seattle, KEXP, it's an audio version of that where we have bands in the studio performing live and then we interview them and splice the live tracks in. So it's a lot of fun and we do a bunch of different formats and it's available wherever you listen to your podcast. And I've been on it and it's great and it's a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's all under the Frisky Morris and Friends umbrella. What What do you do with all that? So underneath that is my solo music aside from Turbo Vamps, and it's also booking shows in the Chicagoland area and trying my best to run a somewhat decent record label. (laughs) Uh, It's more of just financial backing for friends of mine that have awesome music and need help putting it out. And uh, Jillian also has a side project called Hi Ho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that predates Turnspit, so it's just solo stuff, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to brand myself as Chicago's resident sad girl, and that's kind of like what Hi Ho is. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, we implore you guys to all check yeah. out these bands. Uh, we will be playing some tracks from them uh, later in the show for your enjoyment. So without further ado, let me kick it over to Matt and we'll get started. Yes, I'd like to thank you for calling yourself Team Turnspit because that's going to be really hard for me to say repeatedly. <laughs> so um, so uh, what we're going to do is our standard game. It's going to be two rounds of 10 questions worth 10 points apiece, uh, split up by a swing round uh, designed by me with questions that'll be worth five points apiece, 10 questions. Uh, when we go into the final round, There'll be five questions in a variety of categories. You can bet zero to 30 in any of the categories. And after that, we will find out who today's cream of the crop is. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys ready to play the game? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. Awesome. Let's do it. All right. Question one in everyone's favorite category, sports. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh, Jillian was saying that she knows nothing of sports, so I said you'll really enjoy the beginning of this game. Dude, we, we put her with Neil. <laughs> right. Well, despite not knowing anything about sports, she came in here with a uh, Julian Edelman jersey for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> who is that, Neil? Yes, that we don't know who that is. Nothing yeah, to anybody in this room except what me. What is happening? <laughs> I know who Julian Edelman Julian is. Julian Edelman is, is, is as tall as Julian. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Question one. This basketball move was said to have originated in European leagues, but was popularized in the NBA by Spurs forward Manu Ginobili in the 2000s. This move allowed the Spurs to really take their next step towards becoming a dynasty. Sounds like an alley-oop to me. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I wrote down on the page, too. A dunkaroo, Steve, perhaps? Steve, you dunkaroo. The old dipsy-doo. Wasn't yeah. that a, a snack from the 90s? It is 
Um, <laughs> they may still make those. I don't know for sure. But I haven't had one since the uh, 90s. They're a little off-brand. <laughs> Perhaps are a you, triple are you dribble. Okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay I've with heard that. Of the double dribble, but you know. How many dribbles is it? How many dribbles can you dribble? <laughs> I know you answer. said alley oop. That could be it. I feel like that was around way before. <laughs> I was totally yeah. joking. <laughs> oh, okay. No, it sounded good. Um, no, you that's said what I wrote. Yeah. So, uh, oh my god. So you were looking for a move. I'm look. I'm looking for a move. <laughs> Wow. Uh, and started in Eastern Europe? You got the behind the back, the old razzle-dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> a dynasty. Wow. Oh, no. Do they do You're like... just saying words that were in my question. You're not I know. Anymore. Say it one more time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on. Oh, well, I will. I mean, we could just go with your answer. I'm, I'm kind of... I don't think it's... <laughs> I know what I'm saying. answer. Because <laughs> if it's right, I think she should get the credit. I didn't say it. All right. All right. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with you you guys sure. Are... <laughs> we're going to go with alley -oop. All right. They're locked in with alley-oop. What do you alley -oop guys say? The answer is the Euro step. What is that? I've never heard of that in my never, life. That sounds like a Euro trash line dance. Yeah. What is it, Matt? <laughs> so Describe it's, it. It's um, you take a dribble and then you you kind of move to the side and then you move to the other side while you're gathering your dribble, um, and that way it doesn't count as a travel. It's kind of um, you see LeBron do it and then like everyone a crossover. yells Yeah, but without dribbling because you're still just taking your two steps and everyone yells travel, travel every time he does it. Oh, but. so it's cheating. <laughs> it's cheating all, with flair. So yeah. First of all, cheating technique. It's not cheating if they don't enforce it. I yeah. mean, LeBron will take like four steps sometimes before right. a dunk, and they let it fly. So, all right, so no points there. So <laughs> off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it'll get better. We're gonna euro step to question two. Oh, uh, yeah. we, we literally are because in question two, in the 2017 smash hit Black Beatles by Ray Sherman. The lyrics state that I euro step past the hater like I'm this former Celtic. I upgrade your baby mama to a condo. <laughs> so it rhymes with condo. No, oh. probably not. It's mumble rap. <laughs> okay, I think. I th okay. I right. think we're locked. Yeah, we're we're locked in. Okay, you guys are locked in. What were you guys thinking over here? We figured it might rhyme with condo, so we went with Rondo. Okay, locked in with Rondo. And, Same. And the answer is Rojan Rondo. <laughs> oh, I got one. I got a basketball question and a hip-hop question. There you go. That's uh, that's really something for way me. Way to go. And the next line was, my chapo serving yayo to the gringos. So in case you were wondering. All right, so points for that question. So you guys know more than oh, you I'm think so you I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, what else rhymes with condo? <laughs> All right. I'm sure lucky Rayshon Rondo was on the Bulls. For that little bit of time. One, one time. <laughs> three alphas. Didn't go well. Moving on to question three. What movie did Warren Beatty claim won the 2017 Oscar for Best Picture? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You quote sure. that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm in for sure. All right. Yes. Um, Neil locked in right away. What did you say? We went with uh, La La Land. All right. No. It's not. It's Moonlight, but he said La La Land, <laughs> along with Faye Dunaway. They got it right this year, though. They did. And the answer was La La Land. So points for both teams yeah. there. This year, his hands were shaking so much pulling that envelope Wouldn't out. Wouldn't you be nervous? It's yeah. just like, yeah. not again. That would have been the best Steve prank Harvey to bad. <laughs> That's true. Oh, <laughs> no, it was probably worse than this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question four. Up your nose with a rubber hose was the catchphrase of a future Broken Arrow star on this classic sitcom. Oh, We're in. No idea. Up your nose with a rubber hose? Uh, the, the classic catchphrase. You're looking right. for the yeah. actor? I'm looking. Well, if you okay. know it, but I'm looking for the name of the sitcom. sitcom. Yeah. Name of the sitcom. Do you know the sitcom that he was on? So it's fair to say that Neil knows it's John Travolta. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't. I'm trying to think of what uh, what's it coming. Not uh, future Broken Arrow star Howie Long, who was yeah playing on the Raiders Christian at the Slater, time. Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Christian Slater was on a sitcom. Broken Arrow is a good movie. No, it's not. I disagree. So bad. Ugh, you guys are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what show he was on. That's like your yeah. opinion, man. <laughs> oh my God, guys, come on! All right, we're in with the, with the John Travolta show. All right, and what'd you guys lock in with? The John Travolta show. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was literally the John Travolta show. Come on, Travolta are you going to sing it? Perfect. So, no, I, you can sing it, but since to. this is a uh, Battle of the Bands episode, uh, Matt and I were in a cover band uh, called Vinnie Barbarino's Dream Machine, which the character uh, John Travolta played was Vinnie Barbarino on Welcome Back, Cotter. Yes, the answer is Welcome Back, Cotter. All right, question five is our listener-submitted question. Uh, this one comes from Peter Wen. Uh, thanks, Peter. I switched up the wording a little bit um, because I didn't think that they would get it at all. Um, so here is the question. That's nice. We're dumb. We're dumb. <laughs> uh, the Fair Isaac Corporation is most known for coming up with this metric. We're just spitballing <laughs> okay. here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We have a guess. Okay. So okay. So you guys are locked in. We're locked, locked in with a guess. All right. Okay. Uh, you, can, yes. you can. You can go ahead. Um, is it the FICO score? Okay. Uh, we're just going with the uh, Nelson TV ratings. Ah, well, the answer is credit score. FICO score. Oh, yes. Yeah. Nice. Good work. Uh, Fair Isaac is the FI corporation mm-hmm. being the CO. That is your FICO score. Oh, I don't have any money. So. <laughs> yeah, right. That was a, that was mostly a guess because I just took the letters and I was like, "What's a metric? A score?" And so I don't know. So yeah. it worked I, out for you. It that sounded was, like a smart answer because I knew it wasn't going to be something I would know. That was, was clever. Well done. All right. Question six: uh, What is a group of whales called? Hint, you could try searching the iTunes charts. Oh my god, I love whales. Do you know this one? Yeah, I do. I totally know this one. I love whales, oh, you guys. Sweet. I love animals. Oh, They're the best. Um, did you know that uh, orca whales have like Ooh, a part of facts. their brain that like we don't even have? Like it's part of the prefrontal cortex and it deals with like communication and connection and they have like something that we don't even have. They're more empathetic. And like us. yeah, like they connect that. with one another and each of their different I'm not going to say what they're called, oh, but they have different languages. Like the, like mm-hmm. orcas when they are like brought in to like SeaWorld or whatever, they can't communicate with one another cuz they don't know their languages. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Whales. We could <laughs> we could learn a little something yeah. from the mighty orca. I thought yeah. you knew a lot about Specifically, whales. I do know <laughs> a lot about whales. How to kill. But aren't they dolphins? <laughs> Prolific killers. Uh, ki- killer whales. <laughs> Whatever. They're, they're yeah, part right, of right. uh, Whippomorpha. <laughs> We've gone over them. Before. Great job on this answer. I, uh, I never would have even thought of We're that. in as well. All right. Uh, you guys locked in right away. What did you guys say? It's a pod. Yep, we had pod. Yes, mm-hmm. and the answer is pod. Nice job. Yeah, I love animals. See, this is this is like sports and movies, yeah. and not really. Who needs them? Animals, bring it on. Oh yeah, yeah. it's my um, jam. All right, question seven. An English fire hydrant is said to be the inspiration behind this unique bottle. Snoop Dogg might be familiar with this, not because he's a dog in the fire hydrant for other reasons. Um. Yeah, I would uh, probably uh, go with the that one you think i think so yeah famous brands that would be associated with snoop dogg i'm trying to Mm -hmm. yeah oh um um, or juice right wait gin and juice oh sipping on some gin and juice laid back is that a brand of of okay we're in i don't think orange juice is the right path but i don't know because an orange juice bottle has a different shape to it but for gin though i mean you know <laughs> beef eater is british but it yeah. doesn't look like a fire hydrant but maybe 
I don't know. Did you get a good look at the uh, British fire hydrants when you were in the gutter in London? <laughs> I did, yes. Um, I, I just can't remember them right now. Yeah, I, I'm just going to go with Hennessy because it's talking okay. about a bottle. I don't think orange juice bottles are yeah. of note. Rappers love orange juice bottles. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. So I'll, I'll defer to you. So, yeah, okay. Jillian, we'll go with uh, Hennessy. All right, locking in with Hennessy. Certainly a good uh, good play there. We are going with Beefeater as it is a English brand of gin. You were on the right track. The answer is actually Tangeray. Tangeray! Oh, Tangeray, yes. The um, gentleman's gin. I believe Dre came through with a bottle of Tangeray, mm. is the quote from a Snoop Dogg song. Gotcha. Oh, it was wrong. I got a lot of hip hop in here apparently today. <laughs> Question eight. Released in 1909, Ford's Model T was thought to be the first affordable American car. Within $300, how much did the original Model T cost in 1909? I'm going to write down a number. Okay, let's see a number. <laughs> I'm thinking 1909. 1909. I think there's some funny business in yeah. this question. And U.S. You dollars. Can, our answer can be within $300. Correct. Of the correct answer. It's definitely between zero yeah my original was like here but like i was like i don't know if that's I like, too much i like the first thing uh, yeah the inflation you know there's right. just a lot and it was supposed to be it was on the assembly line totally. so it was affordable for people we're in i like watching these two I literally <laughs> couldn't care less because <laughs> jillian's kind of like i don't care whatever you think and then yeah. neil's just like i don't know <laughs> Bring me more whale questions. <laughs> <laughs> Neil doesn't the like the pressure. Right? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, like I said, I really don't. If a whale was in the market to... for yeah, a sure. Ford okay, Model cool. T. All right, well, we're... How much would he have paid? <laughs> Getting, yeah. You guys locked in? Yeah. Good, yes. All right. Me and Steve felt there was some funny business in this question, like maybe it was $300 just. So given the range, we are going with $599, Bob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are going with 300 so the answer is actually $825, which puts yours in the $300 Ooh. sweet spot. So points for Ken. That's a good guess, because we, we would have been high. There points anyway. for Team yeah. Turbo Team, Van. Team Turbo We're running Van. up yeah. to the stage, going <laughs> to tackle Drew Carey. Yeah. I can't tell you the sure inflation adjusted, but I can tell you that his factory workers were famously paid $5 a day, which was considered a high wage. Well, I so happen can tell you the inflation money. It's uh, $22,500 in 2017 dollars, so... For a Model T, and now you can get a Ford for like fourteen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. What was the first one? They hadn't yeah. worked out all the no excuses. There were oh. cars before then. <laughs> was that model intru- the assembly line, or was that? Yeah, that was yeah. like the first. That was the like, first. The first famous yeah. Yeah. Right. A lot of people think it's right. the first car, but that would be uh, the uh, Benz Mod- Patton yeah. Motorwagen. The Model A. Was it Motorwagen? A Motorwagen oh, yeah. of, of eighteen eighty six. Carl <laughs> Benz. What do you think about that Dutch boy? <laughs> uh, Dutch boy shy today. Yeah. I do not want it. Yeah. <laughs> the steering wheel is too high. <laughs> I can walk faster. <laughs> uh, all right. On to moving on. Something about butter. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Question nine. Uh, apparently, I wrote these questions on a Saturday night. Uh, often added to margaritas and sangria. What flavor is triple sec usually? Uh, know this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're in. We're locked in. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't know that. So the non-drinkers have uh, confirmed with the drinkers in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're going to go with orange. Okay. Also orange. And the answer is orange. Yeah. Nice um, job. Yeah. The other, I had made a, a martini for my roommate and she did not care for it and thought that the right answer would be to add triple sec to it. So orange plus olive did not equal no delicious. No way, dude. Yeah, <laughs> USA. So. Ooh, salty citrus. Yeah, yeah, I'm a bartender. Like, oh, yeah. A little oh, well, yeah. bit. So that's yeah. Probably, yeah. I know. I'm, Mostly beer, though. It's like... I have a diagram on my phone. That you will never look at. I feel like you should say that once an episode and then never look at it. says it a lot. This is the third time we have a second time. I have a diagram. (laughs) Reference the chart. (laughs) Question 10. There are four states that have a capital that starts with the same letter in the state. What are they? How about this? Wait, wait, wait. I'm I'm negotiable. Name two. Okay. That's reasonable. I just need to like mentally like visualize the map and just go like state no, by state. No, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, mm. we're in. We're in. Oh, Ooh, f- I got sorry. all four. Whoops. Okay, so we'll bleep right. it. <laughs> all right, so I guess we'll we'll talk a lot. So right away, I, I surprisingly for some reason came up uh, with Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm-hmm. So we we're, we got one. If that is the capital um... of Indiana. Uh, so yeah, uh, what about New, uh, New Mexico? I'm just trying to think of states. Nebraska. I need two. You want to go Let's <laughs> Kansas City, Kansas? Do you want to do that? I feel like that's got that's got to be the capital, right? What else is in Kansas? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, whatever. You just want, let's just go that. Okay. So right. Indianapolis and then uh, Kansas, Kansas City. City. So you're locked in with Indianapolis and Kansas yeah. City? Uh, Kansas City is not in Kansas. That's no. what I, okay. Fun it's fact, Nebraska, in Missouri. Right? Missouri. That's Missouri. actually also not true. There are no. two Kansas cities. Yeah, there's two Kansas cities. The oh. metropolitan area does bleed over yes. into Kansas. Neither of which are capitals. Yeah. But anyways, we're going with Oklahoma City and Indianapolis. Topeka Indiana. is the capital of Kansas. Yep. Oh, Topeka. Uh, that's right. So there are two that you missed, right? Uh, Hawaii. Uh, Jeff, are you scorekeeping? I, I am scorekeeping. He's also he's taking hosting duties. Come on. Too, so. <laughs> uh, Honolulu, Hawaii. Mm. And that's a I'm, state. And if I'm not mistaken, the other one is, uh, is it Minneapolis, Minnesota? No. Um... Do you have Do- Annapolis? Isn't Do you have Dover, Delaware? Oh, I did miss Dover, Delaware. Yeah. yeah. What's the capital of Minnesota then? St. Paul. St. Paul, right? Yeah, that's right. Twin so cities. Oklahoma Wrong City twin. and Indianapolis are correct? Yes. Okay. So yeah. points for Team TV. Whoop. Whoop, whoop. All right, let's listen to Jeff talk whoop. some more. What's the score update? Uh, so that it is tied after uh, round one. Each team has 60 points. All right. What way to better break up this nail-biter and the tension... And with a beautiful song by Turnspit. This is off their new LP, Desire Paths, and it's called Walk Away.
All right, and we're back. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I know we did here in the studio. Um, passing it back to Matt for some extra information before the swing round. Yeah, before we get into the swing round, we just wanted to mention uh, real quick, we're on our way to 50 reviews. We're up to 44, so thanks to some guy named Lee for the last one. Uh, I appreciate it that he likes the way that we get right answers with wrong logic. So shout out to Lee for that review. Um, thanks, Lee. <laughs> If you'd like your review read on air, you should probably write one for us. Um, once we get to 50, we're going to pick five people randomly to send out fabulous prizes. And what are those prizes, Jeff? To be determined. They are to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mystery. The best kind of prizes. Um, and how about we talk a little bit about our Patreon? Uh, you got any information on that, Jeff? Um, so if you are interested in supporting the show, um, which if you are already listening, we would hope you'd greatly consider, uh, you can uh, see all of the great perks that we have. Uh, including the ability to record uh, show intros, which some of you have heard. Uh, we do a live bonus, or we do a bonus episode every single month, uh, which we put up exclusively to our Patreon supporters. And uh, there's a lot of other great perks there that you would uh, probably also really like, including some cool stickers. Matt just uh, got one from our fresh shipment he put on his laptop. Looks pretty cool. So uh, you can check us out there, Patreon.com/slash/TrivialityPodcast. So you guys ready for the swing round? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. This one is called It's Not a Phase, Mom. All of the answers are emo pop punk post hardcore bands from the late 90s and early 2000s. Tight. <laughs> I'll give you clues that if you don't know them, you should be able to get them. But I trust most people in this room would have a pretty easy time with these. But some of our listeners, this isn't necessarily their era. <laughs> so I think we'll be okay. I'm a huge fan of, of this okay. stuff. So I, I mean, I'm not great. I think it's weaker on this side of the table. It's a little weaker on this side of the table. I listen to this music weekly. Daily, actually. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah. 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 All right. Question one. Um, Chick-fil-A is going to make damn sure that they do this for their employees, (laughs) ensuring that they could spend time with their family. I mean, I like DJed a pop punk night not too long ago, you know, so. So we got a ringer on this side, apparently. Not to brag. But if you'd like, is locked in. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Should we do five points each for these? Five points each, yeah. Question two. This radioactive man sidekick has been watching his back for what seems like centuries. <laughs> so stupid. That is a they, good way they get of wording it, though. It's good. Do you know it is clever. It's good. I really like it. They get, they get better. All right. Go ahead. They get better? That was great. Question three. Fans of Willy Wonka may be said to have joined one of these, even though they're bouncing off the walls. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. There's a lot of groans in here. <laughs> yes. Damn yeah, it, yeah, man. Yeah. Damn you. <laughs> Question well. four. Question four. If a starting pitcher on the Cubs won less starts than Arietta, you can say he won this many starts. It would be the science of selling himself short, however. Oh, yeah. No. That rings a that song reference <laughs> okay. rings a bell to me, but I can't place it. For real, Ken, you cannot remember this. <gasps> I cannot. All right, question. Ska shaming. Well, not, not giving him a clue. Oh, I just a clue. oh shoot! Oh, question. <laughs> oh, what? oh, I get it now. All right, question. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys would love me read questions. Okay. Sorry. Question five. It would take real devotion, desire to watch all the Saved by the Bell episodes set at this high school. Question six. Dorothy might be referred to as Miss Murder on this film ranking after taking out the Wicked Witch of the West. All right, question seven. Playing my intramural soccer match on Ocean Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> that, enough said. We got I, it. I, have to, I have to read it. Playing my intramural soccer match on Ocean Avenue the other day, the ref had the nerve to give me this. 
Was it an electric violin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're giving it away. They both know Wait. it. Yeah. <laughs> Question eight. You'll be in for hard times if your wife finds out you have one of these. Mm. That's a little more modern. Yeah. I got Well, the song is. The band's not necessarily... Number nine. In 2010, Scotty Reynolds was the first person to make the AP's list of top basketball players to not be drafted, making him an honorary member of this band, probably. The Big Dance was his last song. Question 10. Not sure if this event took place at nine in the afternoon, but in 1979, mm-hmm. the White Sox hosted a special theme night, which if fans had just come for the baseball, they definitely, they definitely experienced this. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she was, Or call the police. Or call the police, like she should have, exactly. <laughs> What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then from beneath the Hollywood sign is the gin joint for you. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The Nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You guys both locked in? Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Starting with question one, what did you guys have? Taking Back Sunday. Mm -hmm. Yep, same here. And the answer is Taking Back Sunday. Question two. uh, You guys had a little bit of trouble with this one, it seemed like, at first. What did you guys come up with? So uh, I, I knew it was a Simpsons reference, but I didn't get it. But then I, I clicked on the word centuries, which is Fallout Boy. So I went Fallout Boy. Yeah, uh, this is something that I knew from the Simpsons before the band was uh, well established. It is Fallout Boy. That's radioactive man sidekick Fallout Boy. As played by Milhouse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, question three. Uh, why don't you guys go first? This was, I love the clue. It was good. Uh, it is Sugar Cult. Mm-hmm. We also got Sugar Cult for that uh, one. Yes, the lesser known uh, kind of band, but Sugar Cult. Yeah, that's right. Question four, the ska question. <laughs> what did you guys say? 
less than Jake. With mm-hmm. one point for the assist going to Jillian. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I remembered the name of the album, Less Than Jake. Yes, and Jake Arietta being the pitcher, if you or were less song. than him, you Oh, I wasn't won. even... Oh, I didn't not even... A, not an album, a song. Yeah. It was a... But I was like, Ken played in a ska band in high school, and you're not going to know the Less Than Jake question? Yeah. No way! It's been a couple years. Ska <laughs> shaming points. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. Is the shame being in the ska band? or? No. Forgetting about. I think it's 50-50. Well, it was shameful before, but you compounded it. (laughs) All right. Got to own it. Yeah, you're going to commit. You're going to commit. All right. Question five. Where did Zach and Kelly go to high school? Bayside. Oh, sorry. Bayside. Oh, Bayside. Uh, The answer is Bayside. I was was wrong. We we put Valley High. We couldn't couldn't, uh, come up with the name of the high school. As always, next time. Big fan of the band. All right, uh, question six, Dorothy murdering. Uh, so that would be on the American Film Institute list, which would be AFI, the band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, AFI. AFI, A Fire Inside. Correct. All right, something about soccer. Question seven, what did you guys have? Yellow card. Yellow card. The answer is yellow card. First boyfriend I ever had, our song was Ocean Avenue. Ooh. Yeah, shout out. Seventh grade. <laughs> Story time. <Yeah. laughs> Tell us more about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, don't. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Uh, question eight. Hard times. So uh, at a concert, I wore a White oh, Castle sorry. T-shirt, and I waited for an hour after the show in order to hug the lead singer of this band, who is one of my favorite singers. That would be... Yeah, exactly. I was there going, excuse me. Uh, and when the roadie said she wasn't there, I knew he was lying, and I waited, and I gave her a hug, and that would be Haley Williams of Paramore. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go with a simple Paramore on <laughs> yes. that one. The less stalkery Paramore. <laughs> uh, you get points, but we all feel shame for you. <laughs> well, I did my hard times for two years in prison. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Being a girl in this music industry, like growing up, it was always, I had red hair, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you sound just like... Haley yeah. Williams, you're like just like Paramore, and it's like no, that's their, their only reference. Right, right. Point. Only, yeah. yeah, it's like, ugh, but yeah. yeah, yeah, many more female singers out there, guys. Yeah, yeah, and the band isn't, you know, Paramore isn't Haley Williams. That's, that's true. She's not the, yeah. People call her Paramore all the time, but that's not correct. Come on, Hootie. <laughs> all right, question nine. I think you guys had a hard time with this one. Um, Involves sports. So. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so what do we know about AP's list of top basketball players? I'm gonna. Uh, shoot it over to Jillian because she actually came up with some really good logic so I'll let her talk about it. Oh. Because <laughs> I had uh, no idea. Yeah, because the clue had something about like getting drafted. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably not the right answer but I was like anti-flag has songs mm-hmm. about like F the draft mm-hmm. and that's where I went. Okay, anti-flag. Yeah, we went more with the basketball angle and just said sixth man, though okay. that's not a band. Well, the the list of top basketball players are called All-Americans. He was not drafted Ooh. in oh. reject, so he is an All-American reject. There you go. Wah, wah. Wake up, athlete! I guess that Tyler question Taylor. will be our dirty little secret. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, let's just let's just move along from that joke. <laughs> After missing the ba- Bayside question, I definitely felt sick, sick, sick. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, no. All right, question 10. Uh, demolitions and nine in the afternoon. Uh, panic at the Disco. Mm-hmm. Yep, we got Panic at the Disco as well. Yes, there was Panic at Disco Demolition uh, disco Night. De- I yeah. finally, yeah, he said, he, he wrote down Panic, and I was like, oh yeah, that was called Disco Demolition. Yeah. That's right. So that's correct. Um, okay, so good job for both teams. I think you both got nine, right? I got eight. 
All right, so there is a little bit of separation following the mid-round, if you're paying attention closely. Uh, team uh, Turbo Vamps adding 40 to their score. Even 100, cool 100. And uh, Turnspit, 105. Mm. Slight razor thin. Slight <laughs> here. All right, ready to move into round down. two? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Question one around two. Within three feet, how long is Teddy Roosevelt's mustache on Mount Rushmore? <laughs> That's <laughs> absurd. Neil, Neil's arms up. <laughs> I've, never even, I've never even seen this monument, but I'm just imagining how big his head would be. <laughs> He's visualizing his arms Let's think about ratio to look at it. I'm thinking. Let's think about Richie Rich. Thinking. Is, how many Richie the, uh, Riches is it? The inspiration Ooh. for this question was me watching Richie Rich. Okay, we'll go we'll go with we'll go with that and then right, let's compromise. Okay. Uh, cool. Okay, we're in. All right. You guys locked in? Yeah. Yep. All right, what'd you guys say? Oh, um, so we, we weren't, I just figured it wasn't that big, but I thought, you know, maybe it's bigger than like a man or like a few feet on top of that. So we just went with 17 to give us 20 and 14. In the range. Okay. And we have selected the same amount of points that we're going to lose on this question. Uh, <laughs> 10. All right. Uh, so the answer is actually 20 feet, which Ooh. puts 17 oh, within that nice. distance. Um, the heads are 60 feet tall for reference. Yeah, and the mounts are the mounts are approximately 18 feet, and it gives it a foot on each side for the extension on the mustache. Uh, I got the, <laughs> I got this information from the National Park Service website, so it is oh, Leslie, it's no. verified. Did they, did they all tell you that each eye is also approximately 11 feet wide? I didn't get that far, no. Do you know this off the top of your head? Or the you federal know? government's never failed us, so we know the information is <laughs> correct. Yes. Trust Yikes. the website. All right, question two in another Simpsons reference I didn't mean to make. Actually, I meant to make You definitely did. (laughs) In the classic Stonecutters episode of The Simpsons, the Stonecutters sing that they hold back the electric car, possibly by causing a short circuit, and make this actor a star. Quite the metamorphosis for him. Mm. I wrote this question to irritate uh, Um, Neil. Well, Hilary Duff's album was called metamorphosis mm-hmm. so, so I'm, that's not it so, <laughs> <it's>, um, <laughs> could be oh my god i know his name and you guys remember so yesterday right mm-hmm. so yesterday okay let's let the rain fall down Is that oh, come clean yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i felt like every time i woke the, up uh, the, wake uh, my the, dreams. the remake of cinderella that she was in. Oh, a Cinderella around. story, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a grown man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Neil's Just doing the alphabet the, the real, thing. The real cinematic treasures of our time. Uh, Neil has written the alphabet down. He always writes down. What was the Disney <laughs> Channel movie that she was in where she like went to boot camp or whatever? Uh, Cadet Kelly. Yeah. Mm. Yo, could we? do we have any Hillary? Um, maybe it's Hillary Duff. I'm a Hillary Duff expert. She's actually in a great show called Younger Now. My, so yes, my roommate good. watches it. Oh. It's just called Younger, right? Yeah. 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 Always. Like now it's always. <laughs> went through a breakup and uh, watched all three seasons in Funny a week. And uh, her sister's doing familiar. quite well, though, because she was starring in a Lifetime original movie around Ooh. the holidays. Haley Duff. She still got it. Dude, she was in, uh, what was that? Oh, Don't say it. Oh, for Pedro. <laughs> what was that movie? Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. So she literally was... two questions from now. Napoleon Dynamite Summer Wheatley was played by what sister of the star of Disney's Lizzie McGuire? No! Which I'm going to no read. We are, we are going to ask this question. Oh and you're going to pretend like you're surprised. Oh. And... Whoa! 
that you know the answer. All right. I did, not ex- <laughs> I did not expect that to happen. So. <laughs> but I don't have a, a contingency question. Unintentional <laughs> consequences. Yeah, that's that's very bizarre that we got to. I was like, so she started talking about it. I was like, oh, don't say it. Don't say Napoleon's <laughs> don't, don't talk about Haley. Do you, Come uh, on, Neil. <laughs> too, I, I couldn't understand. There's too much Haley to talk. So, <laughs> I was distracted. I was so distracted. Um, There's a sentence you'll never hear again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Matt's reference is into Short Circuit and the actor, uh, and he's also oh. he's also a director right now. He did a, a I don't movie with Leonardo name. DiCaprio, and I I know the actor's name. He's a character actor, and I'm for the life of me, it's like uh, he was in uh, Super Mario Brothers and Tap. Final answer. I'll tap. I know it too. It's Fisher Stevens. Yes. That's <laughs> it's not, who he's thinking of. That's who he's. Yeah. Thinking. That's what I'm thinking of. That. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you're locking answer. in with the wrong answer, Fisher Stevens, even yes. though you didn't get it. Yeah. Moving. On. Gutenberg. The answer is Steve Gutenberg. Oh, the lead of Short Circuit. Of who course. is also in Cocoon mm. with his metamorphosis. Who holds oh, back the, the electric car? Uh, question three. The 1962 book Silent Spring by Rachel Carson eventually led to this being banned in 1972. Good thing Jake Roberts never read it. I like it. Who's Jake Roberts? (laughs) Assume he's he's a wrestler. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, That's who he is. Oh, there's other references you could have made for this. Nope, I write what I like. It was fair. Does he have a move? Um, Yeah. Um, (laughs) Oh, oh wait. Yes. <laughs> that's so, teamwork right there. there you go. So that's that that has been banned because it's poisonous. Yeah. Okay. Neil needs like a soundboard to just say things at. <laughs> like, right, uh, believe it or not, I've read a book, uh-huh. and that book was Silent Spring. It's mm-hmm. uh, DDT, so I'm assuming Jake Rob- Roberts is a wrestler of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be Jake the Snake Roberts and his finishing move, the DDT. Yes. The answer is the DDT, uh, cool. the pesticide. Down with DDT. Yes, you know me. All right. Question four. Napoleon Dynamite's Summer Wheatley was played by what sister of the star of Disney's Lizzie McGuire? Yeah, locked and loaded on this one. No, it's, been, it's, been, it's been a while since we thought about this person. Yeah, I think we were uh, discussing this a little bit. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, you guys locked in immediately? So. Yo, it's my girl Haley Duff. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is the sister or the... I'm looking for the sister. Yeah, who's in Napoleon Dynamite. Correct. Oh, Haley Duff. <laughs> That's what we wrote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted the star of Lizzie McGuire or the no, sister. I do want the star. Another of Lizzie subtle McGuire. Simpsons reference with Duff there. Uh, two Fs. Doof. All right. So question five. Another listener submitted question. Um, this one is from Scott Moffat. So thanks, Scott. What word which entered the lexicon in 2006 is defined as "make them boys go loco"? <laughs> Wait, what? Can oh. you say that one more time? Oh, I, oh, that's... With a little more panache, maybe. Nope, I'm not. <laughs> All right. What word, which oh. entered the lexicon in 2006, is defined as make them boys go loco? This is this is awesome question. I know it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, what? Who, who wrote this? This is from Scott Moffat. Really good question, Scott. How's, how's your slang? It's it's not good. Uh, oh, wow. I'm... Uh, in. I'm impressed and so, frightened and disappointed. You could say no, it. just reluctant. Yeah, so. I'm, surp- I'm, it... I'm surprised. So, uh, Stephen here is, has a theory that maybe uh, milkshakes bring, make boys go loco. Brings uh, them to the, the yard. Song. I don't yeah, know. Definitely. If it makes them go loco. I, I could do two things. Keyless would agree with that. 
Kalis. Well, how do you say her name? Kalise. I can never Kalise. figure it out. Yeah, we're going to go with Milkshake. I'm going to let you take this one. Mm-hmm. So Josh Jumal uh, had a lot of this, but not anymore, because he's not, not going to have any Fergalicious <laughs> moments anymore. Yes, the answer is Fergalicious. Yeah. And we will move on. <laughs> <laughs> Question six. People suffering from RAS syndrome may use phrases such as VIN number and ATM machine. What does RAS stand for? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to just say that? Sure. Okay. All right, so you guys are locked in? Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. guys locked in first. What did you guys say? We went with repeated acronym syndrome okay. since the uh, last letter of the acronym is also repeated. Okay. We did literally almost the same repetitive acronym syndrome. And you guys are both right there. The answer is redundant acronym syndrome. Uh, we, can, we can get that. Come on, let's, let's yeah, get well, some Well, points. let's get the let's scores get up. Points. You get points. Yeah. <laughs> points. Points for you. Points no, for everyone. No points. Nope. All right, no points. No points. Uh, points. Close. Shame. Redundant. Shame to all. <clears throat> yeah. Whether you give points or not give points equally there makes no difference. Yes. And also, uh, RES syndrome is itself a uh, redundant acronym. Yeah. So, right. It's kind of funny the way so that funny like that. <laughs> Just thought that was fun. But no points for anyone. So moving on. <laughs> so close. All right. Question seven. The biathlon combines what two activities, both of which I think James Bond would be good at? We're locked. Ken and I should be locked. Sure. Ken should be locked because he and I had an argument about this for like <laughs> 10 minutes and I was definitely wrong. No, we were we were arguing about the Nordic combined. Oh. Yeah. Biathlon was in there too. Yeah. We were yeah. locked in. Because it's part of the Nordic. Combined. All right. You guys locked in first. What did you guys say? Uh, that would be a uh, cross-country ski and uh, shooting. Mm-hmm. We said the same, skiing and shooting. That is correct. Uh, he famously skied in multiple movies, and he's always shooting. So He's always shooting. He's <laughs> shooting. All right, question eight. Sugar maple is the official state tree of this Green Mountain state. I can't be sure. Okay. I'm bad at this kind of stuff. Just remember, we've had a Green Mountain uh, question you've gotten wrong before, so mm-hmm. this will be doubly embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm going to defer to Ken. Okay. He defers. And Ken, what did you say your answer? I think the Green Mountain State is West Virginia. Okay. Uh, I wrote a question about the Green Mountain Boys, the uh, militia uh, from Vermont. And the answer is Vermont. Yeah. God. You'll remember it by the third time. (laughs) No way! And you you wrote West Virginia last time for the record. Did I? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was the right answer. (laughs) Just keep answering it until it's correct. I'll be right, actually. (laughs) All right. Somebody send me some good trivia from West Virginia. (laughs) They're Jason's from West Virginia. Mountaineers, right? Homer Hickam. Mountaineer State, something like that? I don't know. That's just the... Mountaineer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason, your bandmate from mm-hmm. West Virginia? Yeah. Oh. Jason, her bandmate. Yeah. West Virginian. Helpful. Yeah. Helpful Shout out to Jason. <laughs> Tell him to Shout email to me Jason. some facts. Country roads. Yeah. All right. Question nine. During the World Cup in 2010, a ton of Americans were introduced to this object, said to reach decibels at 127. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing a didgeridoo over there? Close. Yeah. I think that's how you say it phonetically, but are you guys in? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to say it or, or spell it. I think it's Vuvuzela. Okay. Yeah, Vuvuzela. That is the answer, however you say it. Uh, I don't know. I, I always said Vuvuzela. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, were, they were obnoxious. If you ever put on the World Cup, it was just that concept. I know. My brother bought one immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The final question of round two. What two bands were on the shirts of Beavis and Butthead? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. yeah. I figure I should end this with a, at least okay, a band question. Yeah. You guys are locked in? Yep. Yeah, we're right. in. Uh, what did you guys say? Uh, Metallica and ACDC. Yep, we had the same. And the answer is Metallica and ACDC. Tight. All right, Jeff, what are the scores after two rounds today? So the scores 
following regulation. Turbo vamps have 160. Turn spit, 185. Ooh. Ooh. So still not uh, not too far off. Could be anybody's game. Comes down to the wagers in the final round. So in order to uh, get us hyped for the final round here, want to do a very delicate segue into another song. <laughs> this beautiful piece comes from to us from Turbo Vamps, and it's called That's Life. Let's hear it. So if that doesn't pump you up for the final round here, I don't know what will. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling pretty pumped over here. Let's jump right into it with the final round categories, Matt. All right, here are the categories that you can wager between 0 and 30, um, starting with Spielberg phobia. Category 2, all work and no play might have been a good idea. Category 3, our results show that you are not the author. (laughs) Category 4, super math. Category 5, Denver, the Sunshine State. Gorgeous. 
So the wagers are in. You guys ready for the questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Question one in Spielberg phobia. People with porphyrophobia might have wanted to stay home from theaters in 1985 when this Spielberg movie oh. was playing. I got it. Nice. <laughs> That's a good question. Question two in all work and no play might have been a good idea. Which agency was created in 1865 at the time to investigate a rash of counterfeit money? The legislation that would have created this agency was on Abraham Lincoln's desk the night he was assassinated. Question three. Our results show that you are not the author. Which day would Mitch Album say is the best to have a paternity test done? A paternity test? Question four. Super math. If Eminem was the halftime act of Super Bowl Eminem, what year would this take place in? Question five. Denver, the Sunshine State. Gorgeous. Not just for Americans, Aussies have their own sunshine, sunshine state, with the Great Barrier Reef located right off its coast. Which state is this? Everybody shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages. Teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Okay, so um, I wrote down a bunch of Spielberg movies that I think are too early and have like kind of bigger scary moments than this one, but I think I kind of got where it was going. So we're good there. Uh, I was pretty sure about the um, agency that was formed under Lincoln. Uh, don't know about that author at all. So kind of skipping that one. Stephen had a great idea for the last one, and uh, we did a little math for uh, for number four. So we just need to come up with the, the author one. What day? Yeah, I don't read books. <laughs> I got through school being an athlete and reading Cliff Notes. So right, we're gonna go with Monday. All right, let's sure. uh, let's go to the final answers. Oh, you got something? You guys all locked in? Yep. All right. On question one, what were the wagers, Jeff? All right. So the Turbo Vamps going twenty on this one, and uh, Turnspit going hard in the paint with thirty. All right. Uh, turbo Vamps with just twenty. What did you guys say? 
like I said, I was thinking about uh, some of his Alien movies and his Shark movie. Um, I think those were all too early, so I ended up going with Hook, assuming it's maybe The Fear of Pirates or maybe Flying. Okay. Um, so this film was nominated for 11 Academy Awards and famously did not win anything when the whole cast showed up wearing the color purple. Yes, the answer is Ooh. color purple. It is The Fear of Purple. Which sounds like a rough fear to have, I would imagine. There's a lot of stuff in Especially if you're in Golgo Bordello. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Question two, Jeff, what were the wagers? Both teams going 10 on this one. All right. Um, So why don't we start with Turbo Vamps? What did you guys say? Uh, We were pretty sure it's the Secret Service. Okay. Yeah, there's some great clues in there. Uh, Secret Service uh, started out uh, investigating money fraud and uh, the clue about Lincoln being assassinated while it was on his desk. So we went Secret Service. The answer is Secret Service. Fun fact, they still do that. Yeah, I'm just saying it started out doing that. Right. Not protection. <laughs> then worked into other things, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably would have been beneficial to have with him, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question three. Uh, Jeff, what were the wagers? All right, so the low end is turn spit with 10, turbo vamps go in 20. All right, uh, turn spit, what did you guys say? It is Tuesday, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, just on a wild guess, we went Tuesday. Tuesdays with Maury, and yeah. I know it's spelled different. Got it, Steven. The minute he said a weekday, I was like, oh, the only book I know with a weekday in the title. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, what were the wagers on question four? All right, so turn spit had an Oakland five, and the turbo vamps had ten. All right, well, let's start with the Oakland five, then what did you guys say? So I don't know if this is right, but we said 2,000 if the M's equal 1,000 each. Okay. What did you guys say? So uh, we, we did a bit of beautiful mind, mind work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if it's the year that that Super Bowl would happen, since this year was Super Bowl 50 and two M's are each 1,000, so that would be 2,000. And doing some math with the years, the year of Super Bowl 2000 would be the year 3,968. Oh, no, I didn't know no, no it's add? wrong. How is Hold on. Because it? it's, it's not 68. Oh, it's 67. It's 67. That's right. Oh, we add? Oh, so I was right, but we didn't add. Oh. So M&M so is wait, Super was... Bowl. M&M is Super Bowl 2000. First Super Bowl was in 1967. Correct. The question was This for last the Super year. Bowl was, in, was 52. Not 50. Wait, I don't, I'm really confused. Uh, so wait, what, explain this. So this is hard to explain because Super Bowl one was in 1967. Super Bowl two is in 1968. Um, the way that the math works out is that Super Bowl 2000 wouldn't be one up from the original. You add 2000 to the year of the first Super Bowl, which was 1967, and you get 3967. Oh, I thought you were just looking for the, the, what? The, what year, like no. 2000. Yeah, it would be what year plus like, is Super Bowl 2000 going to be played, played in what year? Yes. Right. Oh, I okay. So we misunderstood so we were, that. We were, but we were off on the by right one. Yeah, yeah. We were yeah. Off by fine. one. Because yeah. this year was Super Bowl 52. Yeah. Hey guys, Matt here from the future. Uh, apparently, I am really bad at math and I keep getting this incorrect. Uh, the right answer is actually 3966. Uh, after going over this with a few different people to make sure that that is correct, I did simulate all the seasons on Madden, and it is correct. Uh, and now back to the game. All right, question five. What were the wagers? Both teams again going ten. All right. Um, so let's start with Turbo Vamps. So we went with the eastern state of Queensland. Mm-hmm. 
We also went with Queensland. The answer is Queensland. Queensland. Great oh, job. All right, there nice we job. go. Oh, that'll be on a guess. high note. I'm kind of surprised. <laughs> That's a good guess. I've been on, on a real AFL kick, so I've kind of oh, like, <laughs> like memorized the all the teams. So, I'm a Carlton yeah. supporter. Oh, there you go. Yes. Chicago has a U.S. AFL team, the Chicago Swans, and they have some interesting Metro team names as well, including the Piranhas, which mm-hmm. makes sense. Rhinos, maybe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Big AFL supporters here in the room, apparently. Is that... Australian think... Football League, so yeah. Aussie Rules Football, Australian... also known as footy. It has a little more kicking yeah. and a little less I have less it on pads. my Xbox right now. It's like soccer, it. like American football. Um, it's... a kind of like it's, a hybrid it's like basketball and rugby football rugby soccer it's it's all the, it's the best of everything the greatest hits yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so after the finals jeff what are our final scores so the turbo vamps came in at 170 great score guys this uh well done but our cream of the crop this week uh neil and jillian of turnspit but the cream rise to the top oh yeah Yay. yeah mm. that's right <laughs> Great job, too. You've... Thank you. Now Neil I know needs some to, things. Neil needs to join Turnspit on stage <laughs> at their next uh, show. Tambourine. We can play a tambourine. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quality egg shaker. Yeah. Yeah. The time throughout he's an the accomplished. Show. He's an accomplished. Oh, tambourine. Triangle. Award-winning drummer and singer. So there you go. Oh no. Well. What were your awards mind. for? Were you award-winning for the singing? What? Fifth grade talent show. Were you awarded? Solo on both. Yeah. Okay. Good for you. Jazz drum set. Yeah. Um, do you want to? I played Riot Fest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Riot Fest. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying I could be on the stage. I wouldn't be kicked off. I know what I'm doing. But... You'd be kicked <laughs> off for sure. <laughs> Fly me to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on the show. We really appreciate it, and it was a fun battle of the bands. <laughs> Inaugural. You might have to keep doing this. So again, please check out the bands Turnspit and Turbo Vamps and check out their latest releases and back catalog as well. All right. So thanks for joining us today to both of our bands who did a great job. Uh, Thanks to our hosts who are always here. All right. And that will wrap it up for us today. And as always, that was Triviality. Hey, Jimmy. Do they rock or suck? They have not started playing yet. It's a test, Jimmy. One, two. You passed. Okay. Good evening. My name is Crash. These are the boys. Is that girl a boy, too? Yes. They have a girl drummer. This song is called I Am So Sad. I Am So Very, Very Sad. Goes a little something like this. Thank you.